Welcome to your favorite F word podcast, where we dive deep into conversations around food, fitness, feelings, with the occasional fuck thrown in. We're your hosts, Sarah and Nicola, owners of Paradigm Nutrition and Performance, nutrition coaches, besties, and most importantly, humans. This show is for coaches, self-growth-oriented folks, active humans, or anyone looking to deepen their understanding and relationship with food, movement, and themselves. Thanks for tuning in, and we cannot wait to share this space with you. Welcome to another episode of Your Favorite F Word. Sarah and Nicola here. Nicola is staring at me like she was like waiting for what I was going to say. Well, it like glitched on my end. I wasn't sure oh. if you just froze. So I was like, ah? oh. Your your internet connection is unstable. Me Classic. or you? I think it was yours. Mine was fine. Mine didn't notify me. Well, whatever. Here we are for another mm. episode. <laughs> awkward silence you can tell it's been a while since Sarah and I have talked oh yeah because we had the long weekend and we just were busy doing shit and then you were I wasn't doing a fucking thing well you were getting a tattoo and going to the beach with Rue and enjoying quiet time okay you're right I did so much fucking stuff what did you do uh well we were in Penticton and then we drove home and then I watched a lot of episodes of Grey's Anatomy. We got to the episodes with, where the shooter comes. Oh, have to skip those. Have oh my God. Skip. I was like, my watch was like buzzing being like, you need to relax. You need to relax. And I was like, oh I'm God. trying. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Are you a person who watches Grey's Anatomy at any time? Or does it indicate a certain flare up in your mental illness when you watch it? Well, I think... It indicates a certain flare up in my mental illness, which is why I felt like shit for the past like oh, six God. months. <laughs> Wait, but okay. Grey's is like a show where I know I'm in my depression era if I start watching it because it's really like soothing, but it also doesn't help me move out of my depression era because it's right. like dark. There's lots of emotions. It's very yeah up and down. Well, so it's kind I... of like a cyclical thing. I started re-watching it like probably six months ago and I'll go in phases where I won't watch it for like three to four weeks and then I'll watch like five episodes in a row. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yep, yep. So that's kind of, but now Brad started watching it with me and so we've been like watching it together. Oh, did you have to like start from the beginning for him? No, I just kind of filled him in. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's an issue and we need to stop. But Ted Lasso and Yellowstone should be starting soon. Really? So, yeah. Ted Lasso is a feel good, but Yellowstone is also just as anxiety inducing as Grey's Anatomy. So yeah, I can't watch that. It's too, yeah. well, I don't like cowboy stuff. So right. <laughs> I can't deal with it. Yeah. Um, is Ted Lasso confirmed though? Like it's for sure coming out. Yeah. I thought they were doing it one more season. Oh, Let's thank see. God. Ted Lasso for its third I'm pretty sure it is. But like for sure coming out right now or they're filming? It's not coming in September 2022. Damn it. Oh, see? I've had way too many shows get canceled as of late and I just can't get my hopes up for anything. That one's just like such a feel-good show. 
it's sometimes it's but such... it's also quite emotional sometimes <laughs> I just watched the episode where um they lose against the team that Jamie used to play for oh yeah and Jamie's dad gets all in his face and then he punches him but then Roy gives him the hug yeah so cute there's such good character development in it yeah same with did you watch Schitt's Creek I couldn't get into it that one took like a full season to get into but it's a similar like it's really stupid in the beginning but then you like kind of get attached to the characters Okay. I mean, that's one I'm willing to give another shot because like the meme potential is just so good. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So many good memes. Yeah. There's lots of good quotes in there. It's just like, well, for me, the office took a little while to get into, but now it's like up there with Grays for like my most, most watched. Most watched. Yeah. 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 Anywho, what are we talking about today? Well, Sarah captions like the intro summer is almost done and I was instantly triggered <laughs> okay it almost is it, it's not yet uh, yeah, but it it's is. not yet well it's called fu- I'm just gonna spill the beans on my fuck no right now while we're talking about it because so many people lately have been like how are you feeling now that summer is over and I'm like pardon you <laughs> like it's over when I say it's over and I'll know when it's over because my mental health will have deteriorated. <laughs> so yeah. also summer means different things for different people. For you, what? it's like about the weather and the sunshine and stuff. But for other people, <laughs> it they have kids going back to school or they're going back to school. Yeah, or, true that. You know, there's the summer vacation. Go back to work. school would yeah. be probably a pretty nice thing. So anyways, regardless of where you're at with the summer situation, whether you think it's over, whether you're getting it going as long as possible, this time of year, September, generally brings a lot of people to a place where they want to enter a diet phase because they're like, oh, I just had a fun and super flexible summer. And maybe I'm like not feeling super great in my body, or maybe I've got some like digestive stuff going on or whatever. And a lot of people just crave routine and structure. And that is often associated with a diet phase this time of year. So today we going to talk about maybe some considerations if that's how you're feeling right now. Yeah. Some habits that potentially would be helpful for you to really nail down before you actually get into a diet phase. So things that'll create a really solid foundation for really any goal, whether it's health and longevity, performance, um, or body composition related, um, and things that you can build on and keep going forever and eternity to feel great, um, but that also really lend themselves well to setting ourselves up for a successful diet phase, if that's what we want to pursue. Yeah, absolutely. We do not, you do not ever need to enter a diet phase if that's not something that is aligned for you. Um, by no means are we saying that through that episode, through this episode, but if you are someone who is like feeling that desire right now, um, perhaps September is a good time instead of jumping, I was going to say balls deep, <laughs> jumping head first. <laughs> Uh, analogies, jumping head first into a diet. Maybe these are some things to shift your focus towards first, um, throughout this month. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Well, why don't we just kick things off right away? Um, so food choice is one of the main things, um, that we want to look at. And that's like a pretty broad kind of vague thing to focus on. Um, but when we're talking about food choice, 
it, it really is exactly what it sounds like. It's starting to focus more on being aware of the foods that you are prioritizing in your current diet and trying to move that focus to being more consistently choosing whole foods, prioritizing high protein. If you are eating meats or animal products, um, moving towards some leaner meats, um, prioritizing fruits and vegetables, ensuring you're getting, getting enough fiber and really making up the majority of your diet from whole food sources. Absolutely. And that could be with or without tracking, right? If we're not quite at a point where we want to, maybe we haven't been tracking yet. Um, maybe we're doing that without tracking, or maybe we're starting to track and we're using the tracking just as a way to build that mindfulness, um, and to build that awareness of where we're at. Right. That's kind of what I'm doing right now. I started tracking this week again, cause I haven't been for the last month or so, um, or I've been very like inconsistent. So I started tracking again and I'm not trying to reach any targets. I'm just, okay. You know, where have I been at? Have I been hitting my protein? Have I been, it's looking like I've been under on carbs and high on fat, which is super interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and 99.9% of my carbohydrates are coming from sourdough um, <laughs> <laughs> and I've been hitting my protein. So that's good. Oh, um, good girl. But yeah. So you can do that with or without tracking, right? If you know that tracking is something you are going to be doing in your diet phase, perhaps this is a good time to, um, get back into that habit too. Yeah. 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 Okay. So what's number two? Food choice. Secondly, this one is about moving our bodies. So getting regular physical activity. And this one, I feel like just like food choice is kind of like a no brainer, like movement is great. But again, summer often takes us on vacation. We're camping. We're kind of out of that routine um, in which we are either looking at our daily movement by counting our steps or getting to the gym a certain amount of times a week. So really focusing on engaging in regular physical exercise, um, bonus points if that includes strength training, because we know how important that is for longevity, metabolism, overall health as we age, especially for women, getting strong, body composition, all that kind of stuff. And important in a diet phase. Oh yeah. Maintain muscle mass. Yeah. So this is like a precursor getting back in that routine. Um, and then when we talk about daily movement here, I'll include something like steps in this as well. And there's a lot of people who will say something like 10 K steps is like the gold standard. But honestly, if you are just getting back into like a rhythm with it, even focusing on like six to 7,000 steps a day would be awesome for health and longevity, just to make sure you are up and moving around. For sure. And remember too, when we are, if we do decide to go into a diet phase, we can include increases in activity as part of the calorie deficit, right? So if we're already working towards increasing, that's going to be really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. And it just like, gotta love a good walk. Honestly, though, that's yeah. another reason why fall and winter cannot come because <laughs> they really put a literal damn cloud. Um, on my life. A damper. I'm, I think I'm going to get one of those indoor treadmills like, <gasps> under the desk. Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll ask for that for Christmas. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Idea. Do it. I think they're like 400 bucks on Amazon. Oh. Yeah. It's not too bad. Can we use our health spending? I was just going to say. That. <laughs> yeah, probably could. I'll ask. Honestly, though. I'll ask okay. God. Cool, cool, cool. 
Um, anyways, so yeah, starting to increase your activity, getting more consistent with the gym, um, and just increasing your movement throughout the day. Yeah. To use Sarah's analogy about balls, you don't have to go balls deep into your workouts. You can absolutely just ease back in, Mm -hmm. get in your rhythm again, do shorter workouts, do less intense workouts and build back that capacity. If you have taken some time off. Absolutely. I've never said that in my life. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Next one. Now, where are we? Look at me laying down, waiting for you to take the next one. You are, oh, you are waiting for me. Okay, I'll do it. Um, Okay. (laughs) Nick was doing weird shit right now. Um, Biofeedback awareness is number three. Okay, so this- biofeedback? Tell me what it is. Who freaking knows? (laughs) So biofeedback is just the, how do you even explain this in like very simple terms? It's just paying attention to- the signals that our body is sending us, um, and things that impact our health outside of our nutrition or our movement. So we use the shreds, um, not analogy acronym, acronym. (laughs) shreds acronym, which is from Sam Miller, um, to look at biofeedback. And that is sleep, hunger, recovery, energy, digestion, and stress. Yes. And we could, also include cycle if you are yeah. someone who has a menstrual cycle and performance if you are someone who is kind of performance oriented. Absolutely. So starting to pay attention to your shreds. Um, so looking at, you know, what is your sleep quality and quantity? How is your recovery? What is your energy like? Um, how's your digestion? What are your stress levels like? All of that stuff is going to be really important for us to understand when deciding our diet strategy. Um, but also when deciding if it is actually a good time to go into yeah, a diet. our readiness level, Yeah, because if all of those biofeedback markers are shit, a diet phase is either not going to be very efficient. It's not going to be very health focused and it's probably going to suck. And you probably won't see that much progress. Yeah. Like if you're sleeping like shit and your stress is fuck, a diet phase is just going to like put more of a stress on your bit yes exacerbate yeah so we would not 10 out of 10 would not recommend if you're not in a decent position so improving I mean you could focus on one of those kind of biofeedback markers at a time and improving one area often leads to improvements in other areas for example if you take some time to focus on increasing the quality and quantity of your sleep you're likely going to see positive effects to things like your stress your energy you're going to be better recovered which means you'll be performing better all of that kind of stuff kind of has a little bit of a trickle down effect Mm -hmm. Um, so you could kind of work on improving all of them or really put your focus on one of them if there's kind of an area that seems lagging behind I would argue that the two s's sleep and stress are probably like the biggest two lead dominoes Mm -hmm. yeah um so if you're trying to figure out where to focus I would definitely recommend picking one of those two depending on which one seems more relevant in your life yeah 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 okay next one another another easy peasy low-hanging fruit except for me I was like, since when is this easy? Uh, easy in um, concept. Simple. Yeah. Simple, not Simple. easy. Yeah. 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 Is uh, hydration and water intake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thirsty bitches be needing to up their water. 
To be fair, Nicola was chugging water when I was doing the intro. So yeah, good job. suck on that. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. Um, so yeah, in, ensuring that you're adequately hydrated, right? Um, drinking enough water, that's going to help a lot, <laughs> a lot with just basically everything. You just well, feel better. Basically everything. You just feel better. Yeah. So a good kind of like rule of thumb is to drink approximately half your body weight in pounds in ounces of water per day as a baseline. If it is hot out because it's still fucking summer. Um, if you are working out a lot, if you are doing long endurance things, if you are sick, all of those kind of things might uh, mean you need to drink a little bit more and be more aware of not just drinking water, but your electrolyte balance too, and making sure you're hydrated. Um, but another way to kind of go about gauging your hydration levels is to monitor your urine and just make sure that aside from like your first pee of the day, um, the color of your your vitamins or, Oh yeah. I guess if you're having any kind of like B vitamin, that's going to turn your pee fluorescent yellow, um, monitoring the color and making sure it's just slightly more yellow than clear, but Mm. we don't want to see that like dark color throughout the day. No, or like the stinky ones. You know, when you're like, so, okay. (laughs) Okay. Fuck me then. Uh, Okay. What's number five? Okay. Number five, less simple in concept, um, but in practice can start to be pretty intuitive. So that's being conscious, realistic, and flexible with how you are engaging in your eating. So really what that comes down to is recognizing where in your diet you want and need more flexibility while also ensuring that you are realistic about how these kind of choices and flexibility will impact your health while being conscious of, you know, finding that balance for you. So when I think of this, I think of, you know, in my life, where do I find a lot of enjoyment and satisfaction from foods? And what does that mean for my like health? So if I say, um, like I've been talking about in all of the last podcasts, love ice cream, I know that I need enough flexibility in my diet to allow myself those kinds of foods. If I am so rigid and structured in my approach that I have no room for that, I'm probably not going to want to carry on with my, this diet, meaning my current nutritional intake for very long. But at the same time, if I'm only eating ice cream and I have too much kind of flexibility and I'm not really focused on that first point, which is food choice and quality foods, then I'm probably going to kind of move too far away from being health and kind of like overall um, mindful about my food. So it really is finding that balance for you. And if you are someone who is going into a diet phase, this is a really great thing to kind of clue into so that you know when you get into a diet phase, where do you need those like more flexible moments? Are you someone who really needs like to have an untracked meal if you go on like a date night? Are you someone who's happy to eat the same thing every day? Um, do you need more flexibility in the evenings versus the days and like your breakfast and lunch, for example? Um, so really cluing into where you're at with that. Yeah. It's a great time to just start building mindfulness around as you're tracking all of these other habits, right? How, how is that going to fit into your lifestyle? Mm -hmm. How does it feel? Yeah. Are you happy with things? Um, If so, amazing. If you are feeling unhappy or unsatisfied, where do you, where do you need to make a few little adjustments to really make it feel sustainable? 
Absolutely. So those are kind of the top five things that we think are, you know, the main priorities that we should have um, before entering a diet phase. So just to recap, food choice, regular physical activity, biofeedback awareness, hydration, and then conscious, realistic, and flexible eating and just mindfulness around that. Mm -hmm. Um, So if we have, if we are feeling pretty good with that, um, what are some other things that might be helpful? Yeah. So if you are, and these ones might be more important if you were focusing on say performance or a diet phase, but once you really have those first five things dialed in, you could start, um, focusing on things like meal rhythm consistency. So this is really like meal timing and maintaining a a consistent meal structure and frequency and kind of trying to stick to that, which will be more important again, if you are dieting. Mm -hmm. So aiming to eat meals at consistent intervals throughout the day, ensuring that all of those meals are kind of the same in terms of balance. So you're having a protein, a carb fat, um, and some veggies with each of those meals. Um, they're about the same size. They're spread evenly across the day. So you're not getting any massive like energy highs or lows, mm-hmm. um, not getting any hunger highs or lows and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, another one is just being mindful and potentially making some changes to your food purchasing and storage behavior. Um, so generally this requires a bit of planning ahead, but doing things like making a meal plan and then creating a grocery list based off that, um, avoiding purchasing certain items that, you know, you have, um, maybe more difficulties eating in moderation, um, those types of things, you know, maybe that looks like actually planning for a serving of those things, like on a pretty regular basis so that you're not feeling restricted from them. Mm -hmm. Um, different ways in which we're going about our meal choice, our grocery shopping, and just what we have available in our house. Yeah. Um, this was a good one to like tie to a habit around meal prep too. Um, so that kind of like grocery list and that meal planning can really be tied to a really, really helpful strategy of meal prep, um, or food prep, depending on like your style. Go back to our recent episodes on meal prep. If you need some help with that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I had some clients say that they listened to that and it was super helpful. So that was nice. Good. 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 Um, creating some goals that really reflect your values. So while maybe we have been a little bit more focused on like just living life and maybe a little less goal focused, um, in the recent months, if you're someone who feels excited about setting a new goal in this new season, um, you can start to be a little bit more mindful about really what are your values, checking in with things like we mentioned around um, your desire for flexibility versus structure um, and making sure that you are setting goals for a reason that really resonates with you. Um, One that not only feels exciting, but also connects to your values Mm -hmm. for setting those goals. um, We really want to be rooted in like, what am I trying to say? Intrinsic. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. (laughs) Like we want to be rooted in something that's important to us and not doing it because we think someone else wants us to do it or because we think it's going to, you know, change everything, which is what we often see when dieting. Right. Um, oftentimes we enter diet phase because we, you know, 
we have a poor body image day or week and we feel like dieting is a way to like control that or fix that. Or maybe, I don't know, I could spiral off here, but a lot of times we resort to hyper fixating or controlling our body or our food intake as a means to, um, being a solution quote unquote for something deeper that's going on in Mm -hmm. our life. Right. So really understanding what we want, what we value and being able to choose goals that align with that. It's hard as fuck, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it's important for sure. Especially when it comes to dieting. Is that what you meant? Yeah, I think so. And the, that the goals you are setting for yourself, you can like set them and yes, it's like a great outcome goal, but you can also be cognizant that like, there is a lot to be gained throughout the process itself. Um, a goal that comes to mind that we hear a lot is around building confidence. And I think so many of us think that by changing our bodies, we will feel confident, but if we're solely focused on that, we miss so many of these like big opportunities to build confidence throughout that kind of like pursuit. Um, whether it's feeling super comfortable in the gym and being able to go in and execute your workout um, or being able to like know how to navigate a meal out and feel really confident in that. Those are really big things Mm -hmm. that really do build confidence before you like achieve some like goal body composition. Right. I always thought that one was interesting too, because is it truly confidence if it is conditional on looking a certain way? Mm -hmm. Right in my definition of confidence, it's not, but maybe that is what we, we could do a future episode on that. Noted. The confidence episode. That's one of those words. That's just like, so overused. Yeah. I feel like it means so many different things to different Mm -hmm. people that it's hard to use it to generalize one, like feeling. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. And then just a couple other considerations, um, making more of your meals at home, you know, limiting the number of meals that you're eating out, whether it's like takeout or restaurant food, even if the nutrition information is available, it's not going to be super accurate, right? So cooking from home just gives you more control over the types of foods, the cooking methods, the portion sizes, and all of that. Um, and if you are going into a diet phase or you're focused on performance, the more that you can prepare your own meals, the likely better progress, um, you're going to have and the better that you're going to feel. There's just so much more that we can control. For sure. For sure. Also Uh, side note with that cooking can be something that like helps you build a better relationship with food as well. It's not something we talk about a lot, but I think lots of us feel like food is like a means to an end, but I don't know. I just like find so much joy in like the cooking process, um, and being Mm, able that's kind of for you. Yeah. Well, I got like a bunch of cookbooks and I feel like using recipes out of cookbooks instead of on a website just Mm. makes the whole experience just more, it's more of an experience, right? I agree. Yeah. Um, And I was having this conversation with a client about, you know, what, um, I'm trying to explain this without sharing her situation. Um, but like what joy or like, um, yeah. What enjoyment do you get out of food? 
um, because she's entering a period where she is going to need to be restricted for certain reasons and she's not going to be able to eat at restaurants or whatever. And so she was having that kind of like last supper mentality where she was Mm -hmm. like, you know, eating all the things and stuff. And one of the things that she gets enjoyment from food is just like the, the social aspect and like the experience of it. Totally. Right. And so if we are learning how to cook or trying new things out in the kitchen, or maybe cooking with our partner, cooking with our friends that can create that experience, um, while still having a little bit more control over what's going on. Mm-hmm. So For sure. very helpful in a dieting phase. Yeah. Anywho, dinner parties. Yeah. Dinner parties are so yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Last one on the list. Um, so this one again, builds on one of the original ones, just around being more mindful with your eating practices. Um, here specifically though, we're talking about actual, um, things to engage in while you are eating, um, to help you kind of control how you have your meal. Mm -hmm. So things like reducing distractions, um, I could definitely improve here. So not eating like while watching something, not eating while working, um, for some people not eating while driving Mm -hmm. or scrolling Instagram, things like that. Um, slowing down between bites. If you are a fast gobbler, (laughs) pausing a little bit more, um, putting your fork down, really chewing thoroughly. Um, a lot of us, like if you, if you pay attention to how many times you actually chew your food per bite, it's like three or four for some people. Inhale. Um, Yeah, literally. (laughs) And it's been like three minutes and you're like, well, the meal's gone. Um, but really we should be chewing somewhere between like 20 to 30 times per bite, which is like absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, but really making use of like the digestion that occurs in our mouth Mm -hmm. sounds weird, but it really does set us up to have a smoother digestive experience. Yeah. If you're someone who has like a lot of bloating and stuff like that, that's definitely something to do, but it's Mm -hmm. a good habit for everyone to practice because it helps with our hunger and satiety, satiety, satiation, satiety, um, which is obviously very important during a diet phase as well. Um, Mm -hmm. so good habits to get into there. Um, and then, yeah, just practicing being present with your food. Right. So that again, goes back to limiting distractions. Um, some of my clients do like a little mantra or like take a few breaths before eating or whatever, just because they're they have really struggled with like that presence. Mm -hmm. Um, and they've had tendencies to like eat and then like five seconds later be like, I'm still hungry. Um, so those types of things can be really helpful as well. Yeah. 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 And I, I do want to note too, that I don't think that we need to be perfect with any one of these. Um, in fact, a lot of the clients that we have, we're, regardless of like where they came from or what their background is, we're still checking in on all of these things on a weekly basis, regardless if you are kind of in a maintenance phase and are needing things to focus on. If you are in a deficit, we're absolutely checking that all of these things are like going well or trying to make adjustments to improve them. Mm -hmm. Um, but these are the kind of things we talk about with like, um, conscious or active macro tracking, if we're tracking macros being more than just fixated on the number, 
um, these really are the kinds of tools and skills that you'll be able to take through working with a coach or being kind of like nutrition focused for a period of your life um, and extend further to really ensure that you're staying healthy, um, enjoying your eating, enjoying your nutrition long-term. Oh, can you hear that? Rue's going ape shit right now. <laughs> I heard a little thing, but she has my shoe and she just nailed it against the wall. Oh, good. <laughs> good, good, good. Okay. Well, that's pretty much what we had for you today. So you have those five kind of main habits to focus and then a few other ones to think about once you're feeling pretty good with that. Um, so yeah, hope that was helpful. Hope you took something out of it. Um, and a reminder that jumping into a diet phase because you were a little bit more flexible or maybe aren't feeling super hot, um, after some fun summer activities probably isn't the best idea to so keep that there's in mind. lots to focus on before a diet phase yeah for sure yep 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 um okay so you already told us your fuck no yeah and i stand by it <laughs> okay well my fuck yes is and i haven't tried it so i don't know if it's a fuck yes but it just looks nice nicola recorded this podcast laying on the couch um and that looks pretty nice <laughs> it is <laughs> So fuck yes to, you know, doing whatever the fuck you want. Can you take a screenshot of how I report, <laughs> recorded this podcast? Okay, oh, just wait. I'm going to pull my phone up. <laughs> um, I have some other we'll fuck yeses that I just thought about. Boom. Okay, what are they? Um, I'm absolutely addicted to the element electrolytes. Like, they're so tasty. Yeah. I think I need to order them in bulk from Amazon though, because they'd be pricey. They're expensive. All of those electrolytes. I use like only are. half a pack in one bottle. Oh yeah, that's good. Well, if really it makes you drink your water, long. get on it. It really does. Yeah. Let me yeah. tell you. Yeah. There's probably someone who has a discount code for it. Well, it's not us. So well, <laughs> if you have a discount code for them, hit us up. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. Um, okay. What else? Um, shoot. Oh, um, one of my new friends here uh, makes candles and she hosted a little birthday tea for her birthday on the weekend. And she gave us adult goodie bags, which a, that's amazing. That should always be a thing. Um, but inside the goodie bags were these candles that she made and it's mimosa scented. It's wonderful. It's like not overpowering. It's not like I don't know how to describe it. It's just like, it's great. And I haven't used candles in a really long time. So this yeah. like got me in, in that mood again, because it is getting darker. It's still summer, but it's getting darker. It is getting darker. Okay. But do you ever take your candle and just put your nose inside and absolutely not. Oh, it smells like it. <laughs> That's literally the episode of the office when serenity by Jan candles are going off and she just picks them up and goes, when I'm stressed, I just smell it and I feel so much better yeah it does smell good oh yeah it doesn't okay. but does this girl have a business with her candles or does she just make them for fun no she has a business okay She's well fucking we'll thriving. tag her we'll tag her in the show notes you gotta <laughs> message me we'll okay give, give her a little shout out yeah um my other fuck yes was just the water like we were in bc for the week and we were like in the lake and stuff and I just love the water whether you're in it or sitting beside it it just is like so nice. That's why I pay a million dollars a year. I know. To live here. Yeah. Jealous. Jealous, jealous. 
Anywho, we should probably wrap it up. I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. Let's we'll go have hell. some sourdough. <laughs> Her food conscious sourdough. Yeah. Okay. I bought the sunflower flax one this time. Ooh. Yeah. It's not as good, mm. but I've been going to Cobbs. Oh, yum, 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 yum. Yeah. Okay. But what are you putting on this? I probably just butter right now, but nice. I might put avocado on it. Ooh. I need to add some protein. So, yum, 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 yum. I might do like avocado and turkey on one and then butter on the other one. You know what actually makes like one of the best little sandwiches ever is like a fresh bun, but sourdough would be really good. Um, avocado and a really spicy salami. Ooh, yummy. So simple, but so delicious. My friend and I used to go get all the ingredients and make them in the park. Nice. We had little picnics. <laughs> yeah. We made a bunch of sandwiches when we were in Penticton just to like take to the beach and we put like cucumber and cheddar cheese on them and then like turkey meat or whatever. Yeah. And like the cucumber cheddar cheese combo. Okay. I don't really love cheese on a sandwich, but I'll believe you. What? No, I just no. Weird. But banana peppers, pickles. Pickles. Yes. Cucumbers. Yeah. Turkey. It's yeah. all good. I'm going to fucking go get a sandwich. From Red Barn? Yeah. Yeah. Yum. 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 Yeah. Okay. Well, I need to go now. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking starving. <laughs> Me too. I'm really like drooling on the couch. Now. <laughs> it's already okay. covered in Rue's drool. Now it's covered in mine as well. Awesome. Love that for you. Yeah. Okay, okay. everyone. Well, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Shit.